0: This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido.
1: Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score—the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And we have a winning combination weekend and week out around here, even when one of the award-winning score volunteers is not with us, and Lucy Polito is not with us today. But the other, the original score award winner is—and of course, I'm talking about Rich Jakel. How you doing today, Rich?
2: Hello, Christopher. Follow your heart.
1: (laughs) That's right. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But, of course, this show is all about score and everything score's got going on, everything they're participating in and everything they have to offer for you, ladies and gentlemen, if you're an entrepreneur. Or are desiring to be an entrepreneur here in Central Florida, or actually anywhere around the country? And of course, the score is a nationwide nonprofit organization, stock loaded full of great volunteers like yourself, right, Rich?
2: Yeah, man. And I got to pick up the slack for Lucy today.
1: How about that?
2: Oh man, that's a tough job.
1: I uh, you, uh, hope you're in shape. <laughs> I,
2: can't, I don't know if I can do award winners. All right,
1: you'll do just fine because you've been doing so fine as it is. What now? Seven years on this show on the air together, going on
2: seven years. How can about you believe that? that?
1: You never know, never, never where you are going to go in radio, and that's uh, <laughs> that's one of the beauty beautiful parts of the of the trip. So anyway, Score once again is a nationwide organization. They have a national website and local website. The national website, of course, is SCORE.org where they've got a lot of great videos, a lot of great information, and those templates. We can't brag enough on those templates, Rich.
2: Yeah, really, because, uh, you know, you go to LegalZoom or one of those uh, other types of, of web channels, and and you're going to have to pay for legal documents. But if you go to SCORE.org, which is our corporate headquarters, we have a, a huge, huge business library with... All kinds of documents, including hiring documents, termination documents, uh, leaves of uh, absence, and all that kind of stuff. And it's the big F word. It's free.
1: Absolutely. Just like everything that SCORE has to offer, including all, right, all their education. now. Come on down. Uh, all the educational programming, all the mentorship. The mentorship, there's never been a charge. There used to be a minimal charge for educational programs, but for the last year and a half, that's been picked up by sponsors. And, right. and uh, so, so once again, take advantage of those templates because Rich is right. I mean, it's a treasure trove of documents that every business can use. You know, obviously you're not going to use all of them, but the ones that you do need you will find there. And,
2: yeah, and all you gotta do is get them notarized. I mean, they're legal documents. They've been proven uh in courts and stuff. So once you get printed out on your thumb drive and then printed out on your computer, you can just have it witnessed and notarized and you're in business.
1: There you go. And that's what score is about, making it easy on the business person. And that's why we are, you know, here to promote this the organization, and they've been doing it going on 60 years now, right, Rich?
2: Yeah, 63 years.
1: How about that, ladies and gentlemen? And Rich has been there for every minute of it. No, just kidding there. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> been <laughs> but, there for 62. I was going to say, but, but Rich and Lucy have been longtime volunteers and mentors at SCORE, as most of them are. And so they're so easy to work with, too, and they have lifelong relationships with some of the people that they mentor. And oh, yeah. the, the whole thing about SCORE is they're there as much or as little as you want them to be. It's so uh, please take advantage of it. The local office is uh, Orlando.score.org, and right now temporarily at least once we get through this, this latest spike, uh, they, the offices are temporarily closed again. But just as always throughout, throughout the uh, last year and a half, score has been there all along on the phone they'll talk with you on the phone of course they do the the all the educational programs uh via the uh uh the website and so you know they've always been there and once again as rich has said absolutely no charge to you so you can sign up for a newsletter, a great newsletter, at orlando.score.org, the local website, where you'll find all the, vid- the webinars and the video programming that they've been doing over the year, last year and a half archived there, as well as the shows we've been doing going on seven years. You'll find archives there and a lot of other great information at orlando.score.org. And once again... You can still call on the phone and get a mentor on the phone, but perhaps you have a question that you, that could be answered fairly simply and easily, or perhaps it's a complicated question, or somewhere in between. They're there, 407-420-4844. If you call call during normal business hours, You'll likely get a human being. If not, leave a message. They'll call you right back because they're likely with someone else. So uh, 407-420-4844. And, of course, if you call after hours, just leave a message, and you'll get a call back on the next business day. Okay. Hey, so, Chris, you, yeah.
2: bring up a, you bring up a good point there uh, for a change, <laughs> and that is <laughs> – Sorry. That's Sorry, all that right. just came out. Yeah. <laughs> uh and that is that uh when you when you choose a score mentor and you work with a score mentor uh you hit it on the head when you say you work with them as long or as little as you want i mean if we find that your mentor yeah doesn't have the skills that uh you need there are uh 5 dozen other mentors in orlando alone that you can uh, go through and select until you find the one that's appropriate for you. So there really is no commitments whatsoever. It's just uh, at their their beck and call.
1: All right. There you go. So please, once again, take advantage. You can start it out with a phone conversation, 407-420-4844. And as I mentioned earlier also, they work with other organizations, and some of them are, are for-profit organizations, some of the non-profit organizations. But we've got an organization with us today who specializes in government-guaranteed lending, and we got a an SBA specialist from Synovus Bank. So I'd like to welcome to the show for the first time, Patrick Carey. How are you doing today, Patrick?
3: Hey Chris, I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the invite. I'm looking forward to this conversation.
1: Okay. Yeah, so are we? <laughs> all right. And before we get to the the the, the blending and all of that stuff, uh, we'd like to find out a little bit about our guests themselves. First of all, are you from Central Florida? How long have you been in banking? How did you get to that position? Uh, that sort of thing, please.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm I'm from Connecticut originally. I ended up in Florida to go to college. I went to Stetson University up in Deland. And um, uh, as I tell everyone, once you spend a winter in Florida, it's hard to go back to New England after that. So uh, I've been down here uh, ever since and I'm coming up on 20 years in banking in January, uh, which is I can't believe that time's gone by. But um, I've done I've done many various roles uh, throughout my banking career. Uh, Currently, I am an SBA lender, uh, which is uh, by far uh, my most favorite role I've had uh, within the banking world. Um, especially helping so many business owners uh, fund their their businesses and their, and their dreams for their businesses.
2: That's good to hear.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, you say you've been in banking for, for 20 years. I'm sure you've seen a lot of changes over the years. Maybe we can get to that uh, throughout uh, the conversation here. But is it, because you you help people sort of fulfill their dreams is why this is your favorite role of all those different positions.
3: Uh, yes, sir. So I, I, I've been a business banker before, which allowed me to have access to multiple lending programs for business clients. And uh, in that role, um, I recognize the importance of the SBA lending programs and the benefits they had to so many borrowers. And because of how often I was able to uh, help clients uh, in that role, um, secure SBA funding. About five years ago, I transitioned to an SBA lender so that I can focus on that product exclusively, uh, day in and day out.
1: Rich, I yes, noticed you. I know you nodding your head. Did you want to chime in yeah, on that?
2: No, I'm saying that it is. Uh, it's so difficult for us to uh, send people to to good SBA. Guys, that uh, you know, know all the ins and outs of the SBA process, and it's great to know. Now we can, we've got your name and stuff that somebody can give you a call, and we have a contact in there.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and as I always tell customers at the beginning, um, you know, S, SBA is a, a program that many banks offer, and we all we all adhere to the same six hundred page uh, guidebook. Uh, some some banks um, can follow those those rules. Um, strictly, and some can follow them a little little more loosely. Uh, Uh But what I have found in my career is um, the more transparent and the more uh, upfront you can be with a customer earlier on to let them understand the nuances, uh, pros and cons of an SBA loan, um, the better they can make a more informed decision to decide if that's the direction they want to go.
1: Okay, once again we're talking with Patrick Carey. I'm sorry, Patrick Carey of Synovus Bank. And can you do you have like a website, phone number, that sort of contact information you'd like to give out? And we'll go ahead and do that.
3: Sure, yeah. We are we're a Southeast Regional Bank based out of uh, Georgia. Um, I'm I'm housed here in Orlando. I cover uh, basically Florida from Orlando to Miami. Um, my direct number is um, 407-883-9659. And our bank website is synovus.com. There is a tab on there for uh, uh, SBA and government guaranteed lending for additional information.
1: So that phone number again is 407-883-9659. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. And synovus.com. Synovus spelled yes, I'm sorry, S-Y-N-O-V-U-S for Synovus. Pretty much that, like it that's sounds. That's correct. Yeah, synovus.com, and there's a tab there for SBA lending. And we're going to talk about why you would want to go and do that route uh, when we come back and then uh, what it involves. All this with Patrick Carey of Synovus Bank. And then don't forget also to go to orlando.score.org, sign up for the excellent newsletter there, and that way you'll be up to date on everything SCORE has to offer. So orlando.score.org for the website. Okay? And uh, so, Synovus.com for Synovus Bank and Patrick Carey. In the meantime, you are listening to What's the Score, and we will be right back with more of What's the Score. Hey, welcome back to What's the Score? Thank you so much for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show because the audience really has, it's grown tremendously. What, how do they say that? Uh, uh, let's see. Anyway, it's grown by a lot. Let's just put it that way <laughs> over the years. All right, Rich Jekyll myself, Christopher Hart here with you today. Lucy Polito will be back next week. And our guest today is Patrick Carey of Synovus Bank and he is the SBA lender there at Synovus Bank. So let me let me start with a question that you might sort of get at the end when people come in. I don't know if they even, you know, if they're coming to you, they probably have already figured this out in their own mind, but why would somebody want to go to the SBA to get a loan?
3: Yeah, that's a great question, Chris. And so I, I always like to clarify that, um, that they're going to their bank to get a loan that is 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 guaranteed by the SBA. And so, uh, what that means is, is they are borrowing from the bank that they choose, and if the program that they are looking to utilize uh, is an SBA program, um, there, are, there are benefits to both the borrower as well as to the bank, um, and that's why it's, it's a really amazing program. Um, most beneficial to the borrower, um, most common beneficial reasons to the borrower are they, are they can put less money um, uh, into a project, uh, so less equity or capital into their projects, um, which is one of the top reasons people choose SBA. Uh, and the other other reason is uh, the SBA loans typically allow uh, a longer amortization based on the project. And so that will benefit the borrower by by potentially offering a reduced uh, monthly payment um, to impact their business and their business cash flow. Uh, those are the most common uh, two reasons that we we see uh, folks coming to uh, talk to us about an SBA loan
2: hey Patrick, don't they also uh, very often go to the SBA because they have questionable credit or borderline
3: credit So does that depend on the bank the, Yes correct that that depends on the bank so um, as I mentioned earlier every every uh, bank follows the same 600 page guidelines set by the SBA uh, to to do these loans. And uh, it's important that the banks, you know, stay within those guidelines because that's how their guarantee from the government on the loan is protected should the loan um, uh, unfortunately ever default, which, you know, we we don't like to talk about because our borrowers are going to borrow and they're going to pay us back. But things happen in business. And so uh, the lenders have to adhere to those guidelines. Uh, Again, there is flexibility there. So some lenders will, um, will, you know, be willing to look at uh, credits that may be a little more challenging and some lenders may, you know, may have, you know, preferred, preferred status where they're looking for, you know, a plus quality, uh, credits. So again, it's across the board. And I always recommend if, if one lender, uh, says no, or is not interested in pursuing the SBA opportunity for a borrower, uh, that borrower, you know, I'd recommend they call, call another bank and, and have a conversation and, and there could potentially be a lender out there that will, uh, take on their project or their risk.
2: Yeah. And uh, also, it depends on the the risk
3: of the business you're in, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, we've learned a lot, especially in the last, you know, year and a half about uh, risk and and how businesses can be prepared for risk and uncertainty that a market can bring to them. Um, And, you know, uh, different different, uh, types of businesses are going to find risk in different types of ways. So, you know, unfortunately, this last 18 months, uh, we've seen a big impact on businesses that needed someone to walk in their door to pay them. So, you know, the hospitality and restaurant um, you know, small storefronts uh, luckily, you know, we've, we've seen a lot of uh, positive uh, resurgent resurgence and growth in those markets. But again, you know, businesses just like the economy are cyclical. And um, you know, as long as the business is, is managing to that uh, you know, we're, we're looking, we're looking long-term to lend to them and we know there's going to be ups and downs.
2: Yeah. I've tried to help my local uh, bars, around here in uh in getting better
1: <laughs> it's uh, funny. all right so um all right so so we we know the why and let's kind of go through the process a little bit if we can you know we talk uh frequently maybe not frequently enough but frequently as you might have heard at the beginning of the show a great about the great templates that SCORE has at the national website, which you can utilize. And those can also include financial statements, obviously. And so uh, what, you know, how involved is it to just sort of put together what you need uh, to go through the process?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. And it's uh, it's one that I hone in quickly <laughs> when I'm talking with a potential borrower. Uh, there, There is uh, documentation required just basic doc- documentation required that I need to even do it, do my initial analysis to make sure that the request is something that uh, is going to make sense and can move forward. Um, and it seems like a lot at first, but at the end of the day, you know, almost all business borrowing requests are going to, are going to need um, the same financial information uh, at some point in the process. Uh, but again, in the SBA side, we, we typically get a lot of that on the front end so we can really, you know, I want to spend as much time quickly on the front end going into a file and I like to let a borrower know if there's an opportunity there or, if, or, or where I see that there might be potential problems quickly because they're trying to run a business and they're trying to get capital. And we want, we want to make sure they have an answer, um, you know, and, and not, not string them along or delay it. So, you know, typically, you know, you want to be prepared when you're seeking business funding uh, to have, uh, if you're an existing business, to have three years of your, your business returns available, three years of your personal returns available. Um, year-to-date uh, interim balance sheet and profit and loss statement, as well as a current debt schedule for your business, and then uh, for yourself, a completed personal financial statement. Um, now, the SBA uh, website, sba.gov, uh, they, have, uh, they have a blank personal financial statement on there, or whichever lender you're speaking with, they'll be able to provide you with the blank documentation. Um, so that that is the basis of of what I need at the beginning. Now, depending also on what is being what the funds are being borrowed for, um, if we're refinancing debt, I would need copies of those notes. Um, if we're purchasing an asset, whether it's a building or equipment, uh, we would need a copy of the uh, the contract or, or invoice that we're looking to purchase. Um, or if it's construction or leasehold improvements, uh, we would we would want a breakdown of the uh, cost to get uh, get either the building built or the leasehold improvements completed. So um, although there's general items needed, every loan I've ever done has its own specific additional information needed as well. Uh, so what I recommend to borrowers is when I send you out my my list of items I need, it's not to overwhelm you. It's really because I need that information to, to help and make the most informed decision uh, with the bank to determine if we can do that request for you.
2: So if I, if I, for instance, um, come into the bank and say, okay, um, I've got a brand new order here for uh, 10,000 widgets, and I don't have the capital right now to buy those 10,000, and they need delivery as soon as possible. I need a bridge loan type affair where I can get the money, buy the
3: widgets, and then sell them, and then pay back the loan, right? So that, that is a type of loan through the SBA. Yes, that I I do offer as well. So purchase contract financing uh, is one. Um, It's not often, uh, it's not often uh, used to be honest with you, but it is available as an option. And um, you know, again, I always recommend, you know, talking with a banker or an SBA lender and, and figuring out if that's the best way to fund that particular request. Now, I also recommend to borrowers, or I, I always advise borrowers that SBA, uh, you know, whether it's um, and, and let me preface SBA loans start uh, as little as twenty five thousand, and the maximum is five million. Um, my particular bank, uh, we we start our our minimum at three hundred fifty thousand, and so some banks will be below that. But again, so my bank and other bigger banks in Central Florida I know of, are typically around three hundred fifty thousand as the minimum up to five million. But I preface that by saying, if you're doing 350000 or you're doing $5 million, it is the same exact paperwork and requirements that I need. So, um, you know, it's it, it the size doesn't matter. So if it's a small purchase order or you're going to build a $5 million uh, complex office building, uh, I'm still going to be looking for the same information to do my analysis on the front end. So I always make sure borrowers are aware of that.
1: Perhaps this is a, a time to ask a question because I noticed that you specialize in the 7a loans well if there's a 7a loan there must be a 7b or 7c or something like that out there so uh, if you tell us what 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 is it to mean to be a 7a loan and why is it designated as such because basically what you just said is no matter the size of the business you're going to go the same route so just kind of in that vein kind of flesh that out if you would please for us patrick
3: absolutely Absolutely. As I mentioned earlier, I was, I was a business banker and I fell in love with SBA loans. And there are two types. So there's the 7A loan, which I specialize in. Uh, and there's another loan called the 504, um, which I do not I do not uh, do 504 loans. But a 504 loan is essentially 90 uh, percent financing uh, for uh, real estate or, or large equipment type purchases where the bank would the bank would hold 50 percent of the loan amount. And then 40% of the loan amount would be done through a local uh, community development center um, or, or lending center. It's basically a secondary market. Uh, so the borrower end up with two loans uh, with different uh, different pricing. And um, it works very well for a lot of uh, a lot of borrowers um, for that specific need. Right. Uh, mostly I see those on real estate loans. Um, I, I've, I've honestly never done a 504 loan in my career. Uh, again, I, I fell in love with the 7A loan as a, as a banker, and uh, that's where I've dedicated my career now. So um, 7A is, in my opinion, it's just a very flexible lending product. Uh, we can, we can look at helping a business um, get all the capital they need uh, at one time using one loan with one monthly payment. Okay. So what I mean by that is um, for example, um if, if a restaurant wants to open a second location and they need to at the space, they need to build out that space. They're going to need um, some initial working capital, some marketing money. Um, they're going to need you know money to furnish it with the FF and E napkins, tables, et cetera. Right. We can do all of that into one loan that would be fully amortized and provide them with just one monthly payment okay. uh, every month so that all they right. can, do what they do best
1: run their business. Okay. All right. It's a great place cool. to stop because I'm up against the clock anyway here. And when we come back, we'll continue the conversation about SBA lending with Patrick Carey, the SBA lender specialist at Synovus bank. So please stay with us and we'll be right back with more of what's the score. And we're back, and we are What's the Score? And by we, I mean myself, Christopher Hart, and Rich Jakel. Lucy will be back next week. Our guest today, Patrick Carey of Synovus Bank. And by the way, you can visit them at synovus.com. You spell Synovus, S-Y-N-O-V-U-S, synovus.com for Synovus Bank. And or you can call Patrick at 407-883-9659. He is local here, 407 407- Eight eight three nine six five nine, and Rich, you know this is you know you've been around Score long enough to know that uh, what is it? What what would you say is the percentage of people that come in to Score, you know, say first time, uh, and they're looking for sources of money?
2: Oh, I would say God, probably seventy five percent at least, right? Uh, are looking for money. Uh, I'd say about 56% of those are startups with are typically not eligible for uh, the types of loans that we're talking about here, because if you get a startup restaurant, the risk is very, very high in those types of endeavors and bankers, no matter if it's SBA or, or non-SBA, are just very reluctant to take on that risk for their banks, So, uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, of uh, de- demand for funding. And,
1: and, and that's kind of the, the point I was just simply trying to make is, that, you know, when you're saying but for a business, that's one of the first things that comes up, right? How are you going to finance it? So right. that's why you need to know a good banker like Patrick and Sonovas. Go ahead, Patrick.
3: Yeah, so um, I, I was just going to back up and say, you know, a, as, a, as a business banker for many years, uh, I, I utilize the local uh, SCORE office um, with clients to help, uh, you know, get their financials and business plans put together, um, which, again, are, 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 are critical items that, that a business wants to be able to present to a bank when they're looking for funding. Uh, Rich did bring up a point about startups. And um, again, the 600-page uh, uh, SBA guidelines does allow uh, funds to be utilized for startups um, and, again, that then becomes a bank-by-bank bank decision if that's uh, something that they want to utilize uh, within their portfolio and their credit risk management. Um, you know, I, I'll tell you, uh, for example, here at Synovus, uh we, we will look and entertain uh, startups. There are some that are more riskier than others. Uh, restaurants and hospitality are obviously um, uh, are, are riskier than, say, a medical or, or dental practice that's looking to start up. Um, but, no, again, I mean, yeah. But again, there's you know there's uh, different lenders will will look at different projects. Um, so I, again, I always recommend having that conversation and finding out if the lender you're talking to can help, or if not, pick up the phone and and talk to another lender and, and see if that's something within their credit risk appetite.
2: That's great to know that you guys do startups or at least entertain startups, <laughs> talking with them.
3: Correct. Yeah it's not a, it's not a firm no. I mean I definitely want to have have a conversation and and figure out if it's a project we can get behind. Great. Great.
1: And it's like you said, every, you know, every business is unique and every business is going to have sort of special circumstances more or less.
3: Yeah, absolutely. That is correct. And um, I've, I've, I've not done one loan yet. That was the same. Uh, Everyone is different, has a different situation, story, different structure behind, you know, the ownership and, and, um, you know, what it looks like. Uh, So, you know, again, I, I recommend borrowers, uh, don't take the first no and think that's the end of it. Just have conversations and, and, and see if there's a lender that, that it makes sense with.
1: Okay. Excellent advice. And can these loans say it's working out real well? Uh, and they want to do more. Can the loan be extended or, or, or uh, how would you say uh, increased or renewed? That sort of thing. You understand what I'm trying? What would be the proper terminology? Help me out here, Patrick.
3: Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, so uh, one of the benefits, as I mentioned before, with uh, with SBA is the longer amortization. So, um, typically, if there's no real estate involved, it'll, it'll be a ten year uh, fully amortized loan, and if there's real estate involved, uh, it goes up to twenty five years. So, there, there's no need to renew them um, or or anything anything like that during the term of the loan. Uh, now, if they have not reached the five million dollar maximum cap on on their borrowing limits they can come back to us for additional funding if new projects come up, if they need to expand, um, if they need a second location, if they need new equipment. So, for example, if a business has a million dollars under the SBA 7A program today, uh, they're eligible for up to $4 million more until they hit their cap. So that is one thing that uh, that I look at when I'm doing my initial analysis, uh, especially if they've already been a previous borrower.
1: Okay, all right. And once again, Synovus Bank, is who Patrick is with synovus.com, is the website. And while you're at it, don't forget to go to orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent newsletter there. And of course this program will be archived there so you can refer back to it or refer others to hear it if they did not hear it live. Uh, and so so how does it okay so now you've, you've uh, made the initial contact uh, you've sort of you've sent out the list and they've been putting together the stuff. And how does it work from there? I mean, sort of describe the process. How long might it take? That sort of thing. And I, once again, knowing that each loan is unique.
3: Yeah, thank you. So uh, I, I always I always say that uh, I can work I can work as fast as the borrower can work with getting me the information needed. So um, some some borrowers are, are are in in a situation where I'll get a return email within 24 hours with everything I need, and some I'll be. Following up with sixty days later, wondering if they they still want to get me the information to review. So, um, you know, once I have the initial information, um, again, there's really no shortcuts. The information I request is what I need to do a thorough analysis. Uh, I can typically have that uh, have that reviewed within forty eight hours. Um, run it through my credit credit team through our, our our bank protocols and determine if it's a project that we can get comfortable with. So, um, you know, within two days usually of getting what I need, I can I can have a confident conversation with the borrower and let them know if it's uh, something, something we want to continue, you know, working towards. Um, an SBA loan though. Uh, I, and, and again, I've done this long enough. Um, I'm, I'm very transparent on the front end with borrowers. It's, it's not a quick process. Um, uh, it's, it's, you know, you can't come to me and need the money next week. Um, I, I usually recommend it's going to be a 45 to 60 day uh, turn time. And um, that'll vary based on, again, responsiveness of the borrower, but also the complexity of the project. So um, if we're just you know refinancing some debt or you know buying an asset, that can be on the shorter end of it. But if we're doing a ground-up construction and we need to get you know environmentals and surveys and things completed, that can push out our timeline a little bit. So um, you know, once I know the scope of the project, I can you know let the borrower know a more accurate timeline.
1: And um, Rich, go ahead.
2: Yeah, you were you were talking, Patrick, about. Uh, standard SBA loans but what about all these novel things that have come out you know over uh, the COVID period here and uh, that were intended to jumpstart uh, small businesses
3: uh, that must have been hell to go through. <laughs> yes it it was uh, uh, at the end of the day I can put my head down on my pillow and know I helped you know, we helped 19,000 plus businesses yeah. uh, here here at Synovus alone uh, with the the PPP uh, loan yeah. programs to, to help get them payroll monies and uh, you know help keep them you know going during the, the uh, pandemic. Um, but it was uh, it was it was challenging. We had all hands on deck uh, twice for three months at a time, the first go around and the second go around, yeah. to uh, to get get those funds out and distributed. Uh, but uh, the amount of uh, calls and emails I've gotten from from businesses uh, acknowledging that uh, the efforts we put in uh, help keep their doors open and their employees paid, um, you know, that's something I'll never forget. So uh, we are grateful uh, that the SBA um, offered the program and they allowed uh, banks to to be the source of delivery of those those programs to the to the borrowers. Um, it was never a bank product or program. So we really were just the, I guess the word is the conduit to get the, yeah, the funds to yeah. them. Um, and, you know, I think our bank did a wonderful job, but at the same time, because of the SBA offering that program, um, my, my regular career as an SBA lender has really taken off because people now know of SBA and and, and are more aware of it and more aware of the, uh, you know, the ability to borrow um, funds through them. Yeah,
2: that's the feedback we've gotten. Uh, since the you know they've disappeared now but uh, that's the feedback we got was a, was a very good response and it saved a lot of businesses not only saved but some of them even started uh, in certain circumstances there but it was just a, a really good uh, thing of uh, the bankers working together with the government.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. And we had, uh, our leadership was on board from the moment it was launched. And we, you know, we had a program in place very, very quickly after they, they launched it. And um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with the way we delivered it and helped so many people.
2: Yeah, good job.
1: All right. Thank you. Okay, that's why you need to know a good banker if you're in business. And that's what Synovus Bank does. Patrick Carey, our guest today com is the website, and they have a tab there for SBA Lendings. He's the SBA Lending Specialist and here in Central Florida. And so you can reach him here at 407-883-9659, 407-883-9659. And uh, the, the first contact, I guess, first thing you want to know is, uh, like, what kind of business somebody is in, right?
3: Yeah, so... You know, the key questions early on is, is what type of business, uh, how long they've been in business, and and then, obviously, most importantly, what do they need to borrow money for?
1: Okay. All right. That is the basics. All right. And we're coming up on another break here. we got another segment of the show to go. hope you'll stick around for that. Once again, we thank you for telling your friends and family about the show. The word really has gotten around, not only about the show, of course, but about score, and that's the whole point. All right, so we appreciate that. And don't forget to sign up for the Excellent Score newsletter at orlando.score.org. And if you have a question you'd like to ask somebody, you know, over the f- telephone, you can call them. And once again, during normal business hours, you'll get a human being, and that is 407-420-4844 for score, 407-420-4844. So please stick around, and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? We're back. We are What's the Score? And by we, I mean myself, Christopher Hart, along with Rich Jekyll of Score. Lucy Polito will be back next week. Our guest today, Patrick Carey of Samovas Bank. Before we get back to the conversation, though, once again, as, as I mentioned going into the break, there are so many more listeners out there who now know about Score because of this radio program, ladies and gentlemen. And that's one of the great advantages about radio is that not only can you get your message out there, but because it can be repetitive, the message really does land home and hit home. So it's real easy to do to get involved in radio as well because... Pretty much everybody here at Salem Media Group is here to make sure your experience is an easy one and successful one, and they're great professionals in what they do here. And Salem Media Group has great stations with very powerful signals, ready to spread your message all across Central Florida. And you can give them a call at 407-618-1760. And Tim Robish is the station manager here, and he's got a great team that would love to sit down and talk with you. And go over how, and basically do an audit with, with Salem Surround. They can do an audit on your social media platform and tell you how you can incorporate radio with those platforms in order to maximize your advertising and marketing budgets. So give us a call at 407-618-1760 here at Salem Media Group Orlando and I guarantee you you'll be satisfied, you'll be happy with the experience. 407-618-1760. And to get back to the conversation here with Synovus Bank, um uh, you've kind of walked us a bit through the process here and and and, and it kind of brings us back to to where we started here, which is why it's important that the SBA lending programs exist and for especially the people who take advantage of them. There are multifaceted advantages to it, it seems like, Patrick.
3: Yeah, there there are. And, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, there's benefits for for the borrower as well as the lender uh, that makes the program attractive across the board. Um, But for borrowers, um, you know, I think – um, one of the key components and one of the the, the key reasons I have discussions with them um, is because uh, they really don 't have enough uh, capital to put into the project to qualify for non sBA type funding um, so what that means is um, I, I have an easy example of, if a, if a business is buying a million dollar building and they can comfortably put in twenty uh, percent and um, it 's not going to impact their their capital or cash flow um, you know there's probably a very um, very good non SBA loan available for them through their commercial banking um, uh, contacts. Now, if, if it's going to really impact them to put 20% down and 10% makes more sense, um, that is where I more often will see a borrower uh, reaching out to me uh, to, to have a discussion uh, so that they can get into their product uh, project uh, with, with less of their uh, capital being, Um, output into it. Um, So that is probably one of the key reasons. And then, as I mentioned earlier, longer amortization, uh, what that means for a borrower, it's going to lower their monthly payment. So, um, you know, uh, let's say in a commercial real estate, uh, a regular bank loan may be 15-year amortization, but with the SBA, we we typically go to 25 years. So um, again, you're going to get longer amortization with a a lower payment, and it's just going to be a benefit to the borrower across the board. Um, so I think that's that's really important. And um, again, I had those conversations early on with businesses. Uh, one thing I didn't touch on, um, I know Score helps not-for-profit businesses. Um, now, during the uh, Payroll Protection Program uh, lending, uh, the government allowed not-for-profits to be eligible for that program, which was a wonderful thing to happen, and 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 again, helped so many not-for-profits across the country um, during the pandemic. But the regular uh, guidelines for SBA loans and, and specifically the SBA 7a loan that I do is uh, not for profits are, are ineligible uh, to borrow against that. So, um, you know, main requirement is it's a for profit business. So, I did want to I did want to relay that to, to the community. All
1: right. While you're talking about that experience, uh, let me ask you about a question in general, a general generalized question about banking, not specific to Synovus, but with your experience, the The lending after those PPP loans and everything, the normal, shall we say, 7A loans of SBA. Was there a lull in that? Was there a dip in that? Was there a sudden, you know, surge in that? What, what was the experience as those specialized programs ended and what's it look like now?
3: Yeah, I it's a great question, and my personal
1: you count these rich. I have to butt in because Rich gets a big kick out of it when somebody says, I have a great (laughs) question, (laughs) so Patrick.
2: (laughs) You know, <laughs> whenever you tell him it's a great question we got to listen to it all the rest of the time oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't even get his head out uh,
1: it, it is sort of a running joke you might say so anyway <laughs> uh please go ahead i'm sorry
3: no that's great so the sba does publish publish on their website uh data specific to uh lending and, and borrowing and and it has a uh, I've seen it at our, at our bank directly, but also when you look at the data, um, you know, over the last, you know, nine months to a year, uh, regular SBA lending through the 7A program has been increasing. And I know uh, colleagues at other banks in in a similar, similar role as mine are as busy as they've ever been. And um, again, I think it's attributed to uh, the the, the PPP program and and SBA really becoming a a household name to business owners out there. And um, once they saw the benefits that that they were getting from, from the PPP program, you know, they picked up the phone to call their banker and say, Hey, w- what else is out there? How else can, can the SBA help my business? Yeah. And so um, I'm grateful for it. And, you know, it just means I'm going to get to help more business owners. Rich, Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, uh,
2: it was, a, it was, it's gone now. Right. But yes. Yeah. It's a great, it was a great lead in to an introduction to the SBA And here are some of the things that we can do for small business. And people all of a sudden understand what SBA is and does. And that helps us a lot because when they came to us, we are not a financial arm of the government. And the SBA is. And so, therefore, it was easy to have a strategic alliance between SBA and SCORE
1: absolutely and that was uh one side of it i guess that maybe not have been predicted but once these companies and individuals businesses took advantage of these loans it kind of made it easier to go into the 7a program it would seem to me because a lot of documentation and everything would have already been produced is that correct is that help did that sort of help grease the process
3: well you know the good thing about the PPP program, which, again, is as is, is Rich mentioned, is behind us. It was right. so beneficial through two rounds. Um, it was a very limited documentation program. Uh, the government uh, just wanted to get the, the, the money into the business hands so that they can continue to pay, pay, payroll. Um, however, you know, a lot of uh, banks such as our own, um, Synovus. We, we only did the PPP program for existing clients because we had we had so many people to help. Um, we couldn't just walk in off the street and, and apply uh, through our bank. And a lot of banks did that as well because um, when it's already your own client, you already have some information on them. You already got, you know, some due diligence on, on the customer and, um, you know, uh, essentially would, would help the internal customers have been there before first. And also uh, it was kind of a a protection protection and a fraud protection as well. So people couldn't just come in and, 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 and open an account to get a PPP loan. Um, So, you know, at the end of the day, those borrowers had so many conversations with bankers on my team, with myself, with executives in our SBA group to help them through the process. Um, It just really built up. A uh, 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 recognition for our our department, and it's really helped with uh, new opportunities coming in the door.
1: Oh, all right, excellent. Patrick Carey, our guest, Synovus Bank is his bank. And you, as you was just explaining, you need to have a good banker. Every business needs to have a good banker. And Synovus Bank might be yours. Check them out at synovus.com, S-Y-N-O-V-U-S for Synovus. That's synovus.com. Or you can call Patrick. He'd love to talk to you. 407-883-9659. For Patrick, 407-883-9659. We just have a couple of minutes left. Uh, last little tidbit that you might want to throw out there, to cap it off here, Patrick
3: yeah, uh thanks Chris, and uh, yeah, a couple things so uh Chris is correct it's a very important um to have a have a, a banker uh, that you can call and and i no business is too young to uh, have a relationship with the bank and no business is too old to to uh, continue to have their bank relationship or even explore new bank relationships. If you're not getting uh, the service from your current bank. Uh, Synovus is, as I mentioned before, out of Georgia, we do have six branches throughout central Florida uh, from Orlando to Lake Nona, to Lake Mary, to Apopka, um, Winter Park. So uh we do have uh we do have branches in market that are probably convenient to many people uh that will hear this. And um I, I do service all those branches as as the local SBA lender. Um so you know if there's ever a question and you stop by a branch, um they'll be happy to reach out to me as well for an answer. Um but again, I just you know, especially when you go looking to borrow money, um, as I mentioned earlier, be be as prepared as you can have the uh, documentation available uh, and utilize score. If it's your first time borrowing to help them uh, have them help you put together the lending package. Yeah.
2: All right.
1: Rich final word.
2: Yeah. Do you know uh, my friend, Ed Ramos? Yes. From SBA. Yeah, he's a regional guy from SBA. Yeah. We've right. been working together for years. That's All great. Right.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. So, Patrick, thanks for being on the show with us today. It's been very informative. Yeah,
3: thanks, Patrick.
2: Absolutely.
1: Thank
3: you. I really enjoyed it.
1: Okay. Once again, you can visit Patrick and the Synovus Bank at synovus.com, S-Y-N-O-V-U-S, synovus.com, or call Patrick at 407 883 Five, nine. And while you're online, don't forget to go or, to go to orlando.score.org. Sign up for the excellent newsletter there. And if you would like to talk to a SCORE mentor, you can call them at 407-420-4844. So for SCORE, it's 407-420-4844. And I can't get out of here without asking you also to please go to SCORE like Orlando on, on Facebook. Facebook. That's right. Like Rich on Facebook, <laughs> SCORE Orlando. You'll see his big smiling mug there. All right. So uh, anyway, thanks for for tuning in. Thanks for telling your friends and family and until next week that's going to be all for What's the Score.